I'm just saying, you know. I Things happen. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Um, it's your hostess with the mostest here, Mr. Aquarius Kelly. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Singly Gay Podcast. Um, you know, tonight is really amazing. I had a great, great person here. Um, my first time having an artist on, guys. You cannot believe I actually have a singer on tonight's episode. Um, <laughs> tonight's episode is about um, Between the Dash. Um, throughout the episode, I would definitely explain that more um, in theory. Uh, but, you know, I want to really introduce Mr., you know, singer extraordinaire, <laughs> Mr. Alan Mark. Hi, Mr. Alan Mark. Hello, Mr. Kelly. Yeah, how you doing? Okay. You know, yes. Thank you for coming and talking and chatting it up with me. I, you know, yeah. So, how's your Christmas been? Oh, child, it's been crazy, but I'm glad it's over. People got their gifts. Uh, Spent time with friends and family. Well, that's always good, you know. Um, I spent Christmas with my bed. I ain't gonna tell nobody. <laughs> it's cool. No, 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 no. I had a nice Christmas. I was, you know, with my fault, my small family here, and we ate at the dining room table. You know, and has some good food, some good... My favorite is the, the sweet potato pie oh, I know. that my Nana makes me um, every special occasion, you know. <laughs> um, if y'all ever, you know, want to see me smile and I give rest and bitch face, you know, <laughs> just make me a sweet potato pie. I'm just saying. Not if you can't cook, don't make it. Oh, that's see, all I'm that's saying. the thing. I had to cook. Oh. So, <laughs> that was a hectic part. Was but... it? Let me tell you, the wings I made were bomb. The steak. Did you make some Hennessy weed wings? Hennessy <laughs> wings, no. But I can. Um, I definitely can. Um, but I made Remy Scotch bourbon wings dripped in maple syrup and honey. Mm. But the marinade sauce had a kick of flavor. Come on, kick of flavor. What, did y'all put some Franks in it? Bitch, we don't use Franks. I like Franks. Uh-uh, you can downplay Franks. I am Haitian Dominican. I okay? I'm just saying. If I can get, if I can I get a Montuk, then I'll get me like a Tabasco, a New Orleans, a, a Tabasco. <laughs> hot sauce. Okay. Go on. I love That's you. What I, use. I love me some good Frank because you can't never go wrong with Frank. Frank mm, is that always shit is never hot. Frank is and it had a bad aftertaste I don't, after that, no, and it don't it, kick right. It kicked just right. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, these unfortunate souls. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> we know we're not going to do that tonight. <laughs> so, my God. So, you know, I'm talking about In Between the Dash. Yes. So, for you guys that's up there listening tonight, um, I actually want to dedicate this episode to uh, my auntie Amanda. Shout out to my aunt Amanda if you're listening to this. But I call her Aunt Meek Meek. <laughs> um, I was having a really good genuine conversation about her. Um, just losing my godmother a couple months ago um, which is like an actual mother to me and um you know we was talking about that and she was wondering my things for you know creating the podcast and what was the reason behind it and I told her I said well you know um it's just my mom I just felt like when I'm dealing with any type of death or dealing with someone that's closer to me I usually take those emotions and feelings and I channel into something creative and positive that I love to do um and so I, I wanted this episode to be somewhat different, but yet special because I was talking to her and she told me someone something someone told her. She said, um, from the it's it's already been set in stone from the time that we're born to the time that we're supposed to die. Um it's the in-between time that, you know, we take that time to cherish and, you know, uh leave a long legacy for ourselves in life and you know just I was just I didn't think I didn't think about it like that I didn't think that that's that's how it was or how life was and when she said it to me I was like wait what and I it's it's the in between of what for you it's it's the you know the things that you do in between the dash that you feel in those moments you know from the time that you are born into the time you are laid to rest she sounds like Nas Daily. I like that. In between the dash. Shit, but in between the dash, baby. I can relate to that. I can totally relate to that. As a person who's 
always got to prove somebody wrong between like engineers, producers, photographers, um, just folks in the entertainment. Folks in entertainment. Good luck. Cause <laughs> they are ruthless. Oh, they think they know everything about you. They can read you, but no, they, they don't. Okay. And then like medical between my doctors and nurses. Let me tell you, if you had a black nurse, take her name and phone number down because any anytime you got a complaint, oh, they get it. Done. They will get it done. Okay, they get it done, 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 done. And like even my parents, I've. Let's see if we can go back for like a short story. Birth, parents got to an argument, mom fell, my grandmother tried to kill my mom, <clears throat> failed. Oh wow. Oh yeah. But it never stopped. Um, my mom always told me this, that you were supposed to be born on October 25th. You came 20 days early, the day that she went to go submit her paperwork. From attorney leave. Oh, okay. And the, 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 like, literally, the moment she went to put the paperwork in, two hours later, the water breaks. Oh, you, so you was ready. I was ready to come you, out. It's like, look, I got tired of chilling. I, listen. In this space. I, <laughs> it's time for me to come out, because, lady, you didn't help me too long. <laughs> like, I got, to, I got, to, I got to see some things. And, do you have no idea, like, and then... You come out into this world and you're thinking that, oh, you're in normal situations. Um, no, I didn't realize, to be honest, I laugh about this to this day. Um, you know how they say, oh, like, when your child's born, like, I'll say, oh, it's going to gain color. Like, it's going to gain color. Yeah. I used to think that, sad enough to say, until reality hit me, I was a white kid. Ooh. Because, like, I, in school, even in, like, pre-k i spoke so proper and i thought i was just timothy I mean, down the street well you know um for all you folks that's listening it's really not a such thing as speaking proper um it is um a such thing as speaking actual english like you're just speaking oh, english yeah, you know you just well, because, but because because i know with a com- certain community of color it's mainly black folks <laughs> um when you don't have like a twang in your voice, so you don't speak the lingo like yeah, dog, you know, because we don't have um, an accent from the east coast. That part, you know, they just think they like like who who does who does black trying to be white boy walking exactly. up on me? So like being one of eight, I know I have to swallow that one hard. Um, being one of eight and being able to speak five languages as an Afro Latino. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's Haitian and Dominican. I ask them that all the time. Like, oh, you're Afro-Latino? I thought you were just a normal black kid. No. I am a black guy from the East Coast. I never say Boston or New York because I grew up in the East. So I'm a black guy on the East Coast who happens to love his heritage. Who's dad's Dominican, mom's Haitian. So yeah. being so proud you're of that. Very heavy, like, you're very heavy in your culture. Oh, hands like down. You're like Between the cooking, the music, <laughs> the... Co- Mm, the clothing is questionable. But... <laughs> <laughs> he was, he, you was about to say the no. clothing. Mm. Let me swallow the words. Wait, yes. a minute. Wait a minute. But more of European flair. But um, if I had to go down to traditions, I'll, I'll do it. But I didn't realize that I was a black kid growing in America. I mean, to be honest, I loved every moment of my childhood. As depressing sometimes I thought it was, I was very grateful. But from almost going death literally mm. beat that um then coming to find out like I had asthma whatever oh, asthma in the 90s were hard especially for a kid look let me tell you thank god I didn't get asthma until high school I matter of fact scratch that I wish I never got it you know how I found out I got asthma how I was at school <laughs> and I was practicing, we was practicing because I had to get, because I ran cross country. It was cross country season. I'll check you out. Okay. I got strong legs. <laughs> um, you know, that part. So we had to do suicides running up and down the stairs in the school. Mm-hmm. And I just so happened <laughs> as coming down the stairs, rolled down them bitches because I did not know. I, I guess. For me, I thought me pacing my breathing was what would have worked. 
but it was like I was pacing my breathing at one point and I don't know if anybody experienced this having asthma but it, it felt like something just like clogged my airway and it I went like an elephant was in your chest yeah so I just kind of just fell and they took me to the nurse's office and once they gathered me together and stuff like that they was like um so yeah we just want to tell you this happened because of this and I said say what now <laughs> I've been kicking, splitting, and dancing all up and through here and run across country and track for I don't know how long. And all of a sudden, I get, wait, I, I, I thought people had to be born with asthma. Like, so that's what I thought. I didn't really, I caught it. See? And then, like, thank God I got that on control because asthma is something you can't get, never get rid of unless you know a Dr. CV special. If anyone knows his recipe, pass that to me, please. Somebody pass me something. But honestly, from fast forwarding to my teenage years, surviving. A back-to-back heart attack. Okay. That was life-threatening and scary. That so was around the ages that you that happened? Asthma happened all through childhood a little bit. Then had it under control. Thought I was had an asthma attack at 18. No, no, 17. I had a heart attack. Mm. Back-to-back. Um, and then coming to find out around that time, I had this condition called Marfan Syndrome. Ooh, explain that to the people. So, Marfan syndrome basically affects your aorta valve, which is the main valve that's connected to your heart. But you suffer some... You can either get spinal bifida from birth. Mm. Um, Some folks don't know that. Um, It's very, very similar to giantism, so hence why I'm tall. But fine. Uh (laughs) Um... Tall, it affects your lower abdomen, so meaning your lower GI system. That's right. like your liver, your intestines, mm-hmm. your gallbladder, all that other stuff. Okay. So, survived so a heart attack, and then I had like arguments with my sister. She kicked me out right when I graduated. Can't stand her. That's a whole other conversation for another day. Right. And then at, I had just turned 23. And everyone knows 23 is your Jordan year. I was living on top of the world, had my nice luxury car, my beautiful apartment, self-decorated to the feng shui, and finding out that I had a tumor. Mm. So I had cancer, beat that, thank God. Okay. And then lived my best life, and then 2020 happened. A lot of things had happened, and then hearing that it came back was even more shocked but guess what before the year was over i beat it see look at jesus hallelujah when he do it so i could totally relate to this topic yeah it's just because for me it's oh child i'm an 80s baby so i've been around the block a few times Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so it's just like it's just one of those things that i i think for me as a kid, like, I've always knew what I wanted to do. I always knew what my talents were. I always knew how I would shift and shape the world. Um, and I know I hear people talking about, you know, they're doing things to leave their legacy behind. I think I'm just doing things to lay my mark and just grace myself with who I am to the people. Like, I mean, to me, a legacy is is nice. To be not forgetful is perfect. Mm-hmm. So... When that passed out and that happened, like, I just don't, don't forget about me. I know people gonna move on with life. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, just take my sarcasm and wit and child, think about it when you're crying and cleaning the kitchen. Exactly. You know, like, just ce- celebrate what I've done. Exactly. It's, it's funny because hearing you say that, I've had so many people tell me, oh, you'll never become a singer. You never go on tour. Oh, you'll never live past the age of 22. You've survived this long. I think it's time. Put your stuff in this sperm bank whatever i'm like doc i'm 28 years old and i'm still fine as fuck <laughs> okay still got more time on you <laughs> still got more time because like maxine water says i was reclaiming my time all the way all the way all the way and if god didn't say if god don't say listen my child it's your time is done here you've done a lot for the world it's time for you to come home he's the only person i can tell him my time is up no Absolutely. doctor no doctor, no human being, no man-made nothing. I've proved a lot of people wrong, trust me. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, I, I look at those as proving people wrong, but I also look at it as not really proving them wrong to, like, I'm here. 
I will never say I'm proving you wrong. I'm here. Because mm-hmm. you're going to respect my gangster and my hustle. Amen. If you, say it again. Say it again. You're going to respect say my gangster again. and you're going to respect my hustle. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So you you can't you can't put a timestamp on me, baby. I'm not an envelope that you just mail out to the post office. Exactly. So just just enjoy what I do and what I give out. If you don't, then that's fine. Like other people will. You know, um, I've always been taught and told that, you know, don't wait to catch the wave. Keep going until the wave catch up with you. Mm-hmm. And that's how you have to do it. But we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation is getting amazing. So, you know, make sure y'all go run. Get y'all liquors and popcorns and things Please. and Twizzlers. Um, and definitely make sure you come back because this is gonna be amazing you don't want to miss this <laughs> we return soon bye Um, I want to thank you guys for returning back with us to Singly Gay Podcast. And I'm still here with Mr. Alan Mark. Yes. <laughs> Let that be known. Mark with a what? I know what a C. <laughs> like I do. Y'all got to excuse me. I mean, you know, we are sipping wine over here. Um, for people that like to drink. If you a child, go drink some dang on box juice. Wait, do they, <laughs> do they still sell box juice? Yes, they do. Uh, I didn't look. It's that juice from Arthur. Arthur drink those juices? Yes. Mott's apple juice. It was all over PBS. They know what they was doing. Marking one-on-one. Uh-huh. Anywho, child. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't, don't, don't mind me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. No, so yeah, so... Like, you have pretty much beat all, just about everything in your life. Hell yeah, I did. Like, and you're still like fighting. What, what, like, what's your drive? What drives you and so keeps you going? What kept me? What I would have to say annoyed me because, especially in the Caribbean culture, like for like religious backgrounds, if we go back. Saying this, but as an SDA, everyone's like, "What the hell is an SDA?" A Sunday Adventist, like Prince was Sunday Adventist, the guy who created Kellogg was Sunday Adventist. But in like a conservative Christian background, I should say, um, especially in the Caribbean, a lot of us only got together doing weddings and funerals. Okay. Never like someone a big milestone in someone's life, like a graduation or um something big. I think what got to me to keep my drive was when I lost my grandparents. It's been 20 years since... Is it 20 years? It's been 20 years since my grandmother passed. God, I miss her so... Uh, everyone tells me I'm just like her in a way. I'm like a male version of her between my mom and my grandmother. Because... <laughs> Mama did not play. Okay, Nana. Philip did not play. Nana, do it for you. Mm-hmm. But um, I think after losing my grandmother and then we had a family reunion, I didn't realize I came from a huge family. Yeah. And then I was always thought like, oh, just my my grandparents, like their kids and their grandkids. So like that was it. I didn't realize that I had a whole line of legacy. Right. I went behind my grandmother. So, 11 years later after that, losing my grandfather, because I spent seven years with my grandmother, and then I got 10 more years 
with my grandfather. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because when my grandfather passed away, I was 17. So, I didn't even turn 18 yet that year. So, that's why I said I got 10 more years. And being with my grandparents, my grandfather always instilled in me. He's like, no matter what, because I had to, it took me a while to learn his lineage and it's it's a mess. Okay. (laughs) Um, No matter what, never put yourself first. You can keep guard at the foot, meaning like your personal space, Mm -hmm. but always spend quality time with family. And a lot of people... And I've, I, he also instilled me in creating certain standards. So, like, romantically, if I'm dating someone, I... A birthday to me is a milestone. A birthday to me is, is your holiday. A birthday to me is just your celebration. Right. So, when I date people, they're like, oh, I didn't expect this, but when you decided to end the relationship, <laughs> ain't nobody gonna <laughs> do what I did. Right, nobody gonna do this no more. But, um... He's always instilled me, he's always, always, always told me that time is precious and time is something you can't forget back. So, always spend time with those that you love and you care for and I would have to say that has been my drive because um to my great aunt may she rest with Christ and I miss her dearly because she was the last connection to my grandparents well to my grandmother um shout out to Alice (laughs) after beating all the odds of Medicals and whatnot, sickness. A lot of people didn't expect me to drive 13 and a half hours, well, 13 to 12 hours actually, to Barron Springs, Michigan to celebrate my great aunt's 100th birthday. People thought, like, at the time, everyone was just flying in, whatnot, but I was determined to drive. And her last words to me, one of her last words to me that year, which was last year, 2019 is that never let anyone or anything stop you to achieve your greater purpose in life. Absolutely. And always, always, always keep what your grandparents have still instilled in you, as well as you are living truth of the scripture, love thy neighbor. Because as most Christian folks, we're so quick to judge about what's going on or who's in the closet, let, out let the closet, me, let me and everything something. else like that. But it be the main ones the gossiping. Look, and that's the, why I understand why Kirk Franklin said what he said is, let's take religion out and just live the Christian way. And she actually said that I'm actually living the Christian way of going to folks because I was tired. To be honest, I was completely tired mm-hmm. of going to weddings if you're invited. Shout out to my cousin Alexander who had an open invitation so everybody was invited to that wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, come to the party. (laughs) But no, like, from, I heard allegedly, sorry, let's backtrack that to that. But, um, I've always been sick and tired of going to weddings and funerals. What about the in-between? Well, you know, we also have to keep in mind that we're living in a time where, like, people find it very hard to celebrate other people. Um, Why not build a connection? But see, this is the thing. They don't want a connection. See, that's their personal And problem. that's the... Exactly. <laughs> um, and so I don't think that you invite to the party. Like, that part. But you also have to think that people are so battling their own demons that it's to the point where, like... Because sometimes I question these things of, like, if... I'm being the most genuine me. Mm-hmm. I am allowing you in my space. Mm-hmm. Um, I am allowing you to celebrate things that I am doing. Mm-hmm. And that I've accomplished, mm-hmm. but every time you look, every time I look up, it's like you have what you ain't happy, and that the reason being is because if, and I don't, I don't know how this creates things in people. Like you get people around you that are very envious. Ooh, you you get people that are very envious. Just say it again. The, 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 the you hold on. <clears throat> you get people that are very envious. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get people that are just like so jealous of you, and it is. To me, I'm like, if any scientist out there can tell me, like, how does that even happen? Like, how does that even be created? Because that baffles me mm-hmm. that I can be myself mm-hmm. and I can open the door to you. Mm-hmm. And 
you could just not like me. Come on now. Because I decided to change my life around from growing up in the hood mm. to on the other side of the bridge where Lisa and Patricia and Stacy Ann live at. Mm. Don't get married and Elizabeth. That part. <laughs> because I needed something different for myself. Because mm-hmm. I think people tend to forget that, you know. Like I said, definitely need about the whole like leaving your own legacy and just you know, leaving your mark on this earth because when your time is up, your time is up. But it's, to me, I look at it as long-lasting of love. Exactly. Long as I love on you, you can send that love right on back. I never understood the part where everyone was like, oh, you need to live your best life. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I got bills to pay. I don't got time to live. And then when I see people, like, when they retire, that's when they want to live. I'm like, hold up. Let's reevaluate this because I don't wait till after popping on all these kids, coming through college, Never. still paying medical bills, and now I'm retired and I get to live. No, like I get now why people. My parents, I was like, oh, you're always oh, traveling. Goes, you're going to Philadelphia, you're going to DC, you're going to Florida, you're going to Cali, you're on a tour, this and there. And I got to tell them, I'm grown. Right. Let's. I said no disrespect, mom and dad, but y'all don't pay my bills. Definitely. And. I need to live because if I don't live now while I'm hustling in my 20s, when I have my child, my children, they would say, Daddy, what you doing in your 20s? Nothing. I can't tell them that. I ain't going to lie neither. Let me live now. I mean, at the end of the day, you go on family vacations, but people don't do nothing in their 20s. Well, listen, that's just my opinion. Let me tell you folks don't do nothing in their 20s. Let me tell you something. I moved up here... Now, 12 years ago, since Obama became president, about to be 13, I've realized, even living in Brooklyn, where I'm from, and as well, like, the Mid-Atlantic of Philadelphia and Jersey, people in the Northeast, because I'm going to say Mid-Atlantic is part of the Northeast for mm-hmm. Southern folks, yeah, <laughs> um, or the Yankees, they don't travel. No, they don't. No one travels. Oh, I used to live in the Bronx in New York. Shout out to my BX people. How y'all doing off the four line? <laughs> you know that four and that Z and a B. I'm, I'm so done. What up? <laughs> Look, I'm from Detroit, Michigan, but Bronx to me is home. New York should embrace me. I've been there for five years before I moved to Boston. I'm just saying. I've only been in this bitch two years. Wait, if you're going to be in New York, what fan are you? Mets or Yankees? Oh, I don't do sports. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sorry not sorry I don't do sports nice um, yes that part um, but no I've just you know time waits for nobody right mm-hmm. but no one waits on no one and, exactly. the, and the reason why I say that is because when you put in the worth ethic you 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 set a plan for yourself and you start really going towards that plan and accomplishing everything that you set forth um it's just like what do you do moving forward so to me it's just like it's everything because i feel like once people embrace who you are you you allow yourself to be seen Mm mm-hmm if y'all don't understand what that is, I can't preach that to you. I'm just allow yourself to be seen for a moment. It's fine. It's definitely fine. Not only being seen, being heard. That too. Because people don't listen. Trust me. I did say I'm one of eight. Okay. So. <laughs> so. Being one of eight, I had to have that conversation. And I, I told my older sibling, I'm like, listen. I'm tired of just being there and I got nothing to say or I say something I just want to grow past it and then take my ideas for your own. I have a voice. Let me speak. Because being... doesn't matter if you're the youngest. If you are in the background and you got something to say, just say it. Oh, yeah. You got to speak it because if you don't speak it and you got Sally Ann or whoever next to you, Timothy or Michael, hearing what you said, they're going to take that idea and run with it and make profit or whatever want to do whatever they want with it right but if you're not only being seen because when i walk in the room <laughs> baby i own it 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know because of my walk. Because I'm a, we and from New York, we walk fast. We that part, and we stride with our legs. So you know, no. but not only being seen, but you also need to be heard because you do have a voice and you do need to use it. You know what? Um, I've always lived by this rule because somebody told me this once um, when I was starting my modeling career. You know, shout out to Ikaika, one of the face of the brands I used to be a face for. Shout out to my frat brother, Dominique, his brand. Um, somebody always told me, because, uh, you know, you know, like you said before, um, if you have a voice, use it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you want to be heard, just use your voice. Um, somebody once told me that my presence speaks louder than me just vocally giving you something. Come on now. Just, let me tell you something. Come on now. Is it Sunday? Because that was a word. <laughs> you know, I get it. You can, you know, you can walk into a room and shut anything down, but it's something about my presence, my aura, Oof. how I carry myself. That energy. It's very like when I walk in the room, it's like, who the? See, that's what I get all the time. Who the? You know, it turns out you walking in the church or anywhere else. They'd be like, who the hell? <laughs> who kid is this? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do. So I'd be like, listen, and my fault one, God knew what he was when he made this. That's one. Number two, shout yeah. out to my parents and the sperm donor for putting this no. together. <laughs> for putting this together, but. He said, shout out to my parents and the sperm donor. Child <laughs> but God knew what he was doing when he made this. And I tell people all the time, like, listen, they're like, how do you have that confidence? I'm like, it's something that you have to seek within yourself. Because if you're tired of not being seen or not being heard, you just got to, listen, you can look frumpy, but you embrace every part of your body. I, shout out to Jasmine Sullivan. Masterpiece is my shit. I love Masterpiece. Okay. If y'all, listen, I can't recite the lines from that but you guys need to listen to that song if you if you suffer and you're tired of not being seen or being heard and you want to build a presence that is a song to listen to because <laughs> you want to embrace every piece of, of yourself. yourself yeah because people tend to forget and don't understand you know you break apart to find who you are to rebuild Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. It's like it's also with frustration, and when you're fed up with something, you fed up. You can be like, you know what? I'm tired. And then you want building. You like, you know what? I'm gonna speak for myself. I got this. You got that it. inner voice gonna finally come out. And we're like, oh, you changed? No, you didn't. No, I didn't change. I just grew up. <laughs> However, you guys already know what it is. We're gonna definitely take another quick break. But when we return, you know how I do it up in this gig. Oh, We're gonna God. be playing tea and hot chocolate. Say wood, say tea and hot chocolate. I'll say tea and hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just stay tuned. And I'm telling you, when we get back, it's gonna be real juicy up in this piece. Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Still sitting here having a great conversation with my good friend, Mr. Ellen Mark. How you Mark doing? What? You know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so now that we're returning back, you guys already know what this is. We gonna play our favorite little game of tea and hot chocolate. Tea and hot chocolate. <laughs> tea and hot, hot chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> I'm saying no, let me stop. People are like, what in the hell is going on? It's the white no. wine, y'all. It's the white wine. Uh, the, I, I'm drinking water. I'm good. Oh, you're so Christian. I know, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, mm. hit that note. Hit that note. Let them know. 
<laughs> Since people saying I can't sing. However. Ooh, the shade. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> yes. You ready? You ready? Okay. So, <laughs> so let me explain this gang to you, Mr. Mrmok. <laughs> so tea hot chocolate is mm-hmm. if I'm going to ask you a very question. Okay. Trying to cheese. I know. <laughs> no, I'm going to ask you um, various questions. Mm-hmm. If you feel like that is factual and truth to you, it's tea. It's high piping tea, okay? Yeah, yeah it's okay. tea. Um, so if you, I'm going to ask you some questions and if you feel like the question is like, you know, false narrative, very messy, messy boots, messy, nasty mess, um, it's hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you ready? Wait, explain them this one time. Hold up. Top, make sure. So tea and hot chocolate, <laughs> right? <laughs> if the question sounds <laughs> very truthful, <laughs> it's high popping tea. So if I ask you a question and it don't sound like it makes sense, would you what's what, what Jermaine, Jermaine would you say money in the thing? That's what I'm talking about. Um, then it's hot chocolate if it's false. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> that part. I'm just making sure the congregation can hear pastor. Ooh. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Y'all ain't not gonna call me no pastor. So <laughs> you you ready or no? Yes. <laughs> Look at me in my 90s voice. That voice. Uh, question number one. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Tea or hot chocolate? Do, you, do your characteristics keep you to earn your respect within your community? Most definitely, that's tea. It's all tea? Mm-hmm. Come on. Because I don't play. Okay. So, what is it of your characteristics that carries you for people to give you that respect that you feel you Oh, I smell drama or negativity. That shit's out the door and I'm out. (laughs) I be walking in. I'm counting all the exit signs. I'm a very observant individual. (laughs) I converse and conversate with folks. Did you say you count the exit signs? I do. I'm not playing. Listen, I'm from the hood, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> if you see or hear a gunshot, you need to find the nearest exit to go out the door. Oh, I grew up in Detroit. That's doorbells to us. Oh, listen. And somebody shoot. I'm like, somebody at your door, girl. Mm-mm. Like, who that? I don't Mm-mm. know. <laughs> I did not mess with the pop, pop, pop. <laughs> or how that boy said, I'm in the ghetto. You, you know what? I'm, I'm so done. <laughs> you ready for this next question? Yes. You sure? Of course. <laughs> I'm a gentleman, so. Come on now, gen- gentle mm. men. Because <laughs> Shiva ain't dead over here. Well, I, don't, you know. I don't know who Shiva is. Um, Shiva Reed. I, look, <laughs> I almost said Shiva Corette. <laughs> question number two <laughs> question number two tea or hot chocolate mm-hmm. do you think your legacy will be well worth it after you're gone most definitely because most people will recognize me now as tea that I'm a loving caring individual and no matter what I see I have a thing I got family mm-hmm. and I got acquaintances oh, okay you can't choose like you didn't choose to be in that family but you could choose your family mm-hmm. like I did mm-hmm. okay pardon me or if we say friends partner um and then if I met you and some people are like oh I know he's not good homie like uh no we're just acquaintances I don't know nothing of you oh no I don't know where you live I don't even say that I'm like who I don't know your mama hell I don't even know the food allergy and that's the first thing I ask folks they food allergy? Yes, because if I'm going to be cooking something, I need to know what to put into this meal that I'm about to bless y'all with by the hands of God and that I don't kill nobody. Child, I just put them out. <laughs> you got to go. Clear the kitchen. I don't... Mm-hmm. So I have a difference. So I, everyone, when my parents even tell me, I don't play no games. And I'm a loving, caring individual. And that is the Libra in me. Now, you cross the line, 
Oh, you about to get? <laughs> you thought you played me? They said y'all supposed. They said y'all supposed to be balanced. Hallelujah! Thank we you, are. Jesus. Court order. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be called Judge Matthews. Hell, gag, Judge Maybelline Ephraim. What would Kaya say? Gag order, child. <laughs> Uh, look, you know what? I'm not even doing that. So, no. <laughs> you ready for the next question? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, tea hot chocolate. Lord. Question number three. You think because of sunrise and sunset is the reason for people not wanting to work as hard as they should? Hmm. I don't know about that one. I'm gonna read it again. Please do. And really think about it. Please do. Let the let the congregation hear. Let the audience hear. You do you think mm-hmm. because of sunrise and sunset is the reason for people not working? That's hot chocolate. Too hard. That's hot chocolate. You sure? Yes, because that can't be tea. Because depending on where you live, mm-hmm. and let me tell you. Listen. Nothing to my southerners because y'all got a little heat, but y'all kind of slow. <laughs> but, um, no, because it doesn't matter if you're gonna be an entrepreneur or whatnot. Some people are built differently. I mean, yeah, that that's that's true. That is absolutely true. I know you said hot chocolate, but on, on my end, I'm gonna say tea. Oh, I know you. And now I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why. Please do. Um. That's why I said think about the question before you answer. Mm. So we already already discussed about sunrise and sunset. For y'all that's listening, if you don't know, sunrise is when you're born and sunset is when you, you know, you done moved on to past this earth. Um, the reason why I say that is because I've met people in my journey of life. Um, especially when you grow oh, up in I the hood. Your discussion. See what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Especially when you grow up in the hood, you have when you don't have amenities of things and you can't get to certain things people do put their best foot forward of what they think that they can do and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that that's fine however you do have people just because depending on their situation they're literally living just for the day if I can get through the day I'm fine some of us we're thinking ahead of time we thinking especially if our life is right you, you see what I'm saying but you do, house before I'm 30, I'm just saying. You do have people that they will work just not as hard. No, like, to them they will work enough. I'm just you know what? Can I switch that? I'm gonna be T on this you, one. Are you sure you gonna switch it now? Yes, I'm gonna switch it. Cause I listen, when you set the question, I was thinking of that between life and death, because sunrise when you when you're born, mm-hmm. sunset is when you die. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wait, is he talking about like a nine to five? Well, some folks are built differently. Mm-hmm. But now it makes sense because you know what? I will say this. Um I don't know how we first generation of immigrants because my parents are immigrants. But I have seen throughout my grandparent, my grandmother and her siblings, my great aunt, Auntie Alice, I'm going to say these are examples because she was a true pioneer and to live past 100 was a blessing because you don't find a lot of that. Um, not only that, she was a college graduate. Mm-hmm. First generation? First generation. She made it from Haiti to here. And let's be fair, she made it to Detroit. <laughs> she was in the D and then she headed over to Chicago how you do? but um no like to be an educator for childhood early education and not only that but being a nurse to have that instilled and then my aunt being getting her master's in education and whatnot it's it, I would have to say it's T on that one. Because some people do have a purpose of living. Some people, like, if they don't have the amenities. Yeah, they really have the purpose of just living for the day. And not saying that, and and I want y'all to listen, not saying that that's a bad thing because it's not a bad thing. Um, I'm just pointing out the different levels of how human beings are on this earth. You know, some work hard because we want to be general managers, we want to be a shift lead. We no, to, I need to that, I'm, I'm, 
Right, I was getting to that point. Some of us want to run a company or some of that. However, you get some of us that we work very hard. It's like, I'm working this 9 to 5 because I want to run my own stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to run my own shit. Mm-hmm. Like me, I work a 9 to 5, but I want my own shit. I am too creative of things that I already have on the side that I'm already doing. With the podcast being one of them. Look at you, hallelujah. You okay? So, there's nothing wrong. I think for me, like, people should respect it all the way across the board but it's nothing like respecting someone's hustle and work ethic mm-hmm. i'm working a nine to five and a whole bunch of side jobs some people aren't they just happy with, with the job that they have taking care of what they can take care of at home or whatever families that they have and get through the day i agree and there's nothing wrong with that i'm just saying work harder but there's nothing wrong with that ready for the next and the final question <laughs> i guess you sure? Just bring it on me. Okay, you you <laughs> gonna you gonna use your brain this time, or you just gonna quickly answer? No, no, no. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use my brain. Oh, you you <laughs> so shady. <laughs> I'm not being. I'm asking a question. I'm, I'm just saying. New York card. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tea or hot chocolate? The last and final question. Okay. Will life outlive death? Oh, that is definitely tea. Yes. Yes. Because depending on... Oh, I was kind of so loud. <laughs> depending on who you are as a person, life will always outweigh death. Now, I was taught life is positivity. Death is negativity. So if you're always going to be negative, like very negative at negativity, you're always going to be negative, um, then it will flip circuit. Then death will always outweigh life. But if you find your purpose in something, oh, baby, <laughs> life will always outweigh death. I mean, that's a good thing. But I don't, you know... Don't tell me you're hot chocolate on this one. No, I'm not hot chocolate at all. What I'm saying is I don't want people to think of death as a negative a negative thing either. Sorry, trying to speak and can't speak correctly. Hold on. Let me... <laughs> I don't want people to think that death is a negative thing either. Oh, and um, and I'm, I'm saying that just because of just the realms of this earth and different religions and Christianities mm-hmm. and, you know, Bible things and stuff like that. You have people that will do certain things the work that's happened to feel, try to figure out how life works. Um, it didn't come with a playbook. It definitely didn't come with a playbook. Um, and it's just it's one of those things, you know, people be like, well, I always wondered where you go after death, this, that, and the third. Um, it's just one of those things, one, I don't think it will ever be explained. Go reach um, out to your local therapist. They can't, <laughs> they can't even explain it. But it's also, it's, for some people, just dying is a sign of relief because they don't have they don't have to suffer exactly. with life issues, um, and that's I'm like, well, maybe that can't be a good thing because it's just like you don't have to be on this this earth in this time in this generation mm-hmm. to go through that. You could go through another time and just figure that out when that may be. Yeah, exactly. I agree. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And look at you being nervous and all. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm over here sipping on my crystal light. Crystal light. Okay, crystal light. <laughs> so, Mr. Alamar, you got any social media and things for the people you want them to, you know, do. point out at, you know, I do. follow? It's very simple. It's I am, so A. A no I A oop rewind I A M A L A N M A R C I am Alan Mark on YouTube if everything YouTube, on Facebook if on Instagram if and Twitter and for people that get a Twitter if you want Twitter it's on Twitter I don't just don't tweet because I use Instagram the most I'm just saying I'm not I just show you. people what I do in a day to day out like you're just catch me my stories because they'd be funny as hell I can't curse yes you can <laughs> okay it's explicit content <laughs> shit they'd be funny as fuck but like no honestly I stay as an artist 
I'm independent. I am genuine. And right now I'm working on a project called Books of Emotion. So there's like five series. Shout out to OG Bay out of Boston. Come on, five series. <laughs> and Mantra and Jay Glad um, producing. And my new soon-to-be engineer. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want no fights between these two boys. But um, it's going to be very different from my previous project. It's not going to be as commercial. It's going to feel the real and death version of me. I'm tired of when you're listening to a male, a guy singing, or I don't know, non-binary or whatever, someone with a male aspect, and you're always hearing about sex and whatnot. Can I be the black Sam Smith and let's be real about, especially with going on the black community, especially black men? We hurt too. I mean, yeah, every they always hurt. Black men is the one with the most emotions. So exactly. Let's not talk about cool. like loving this club. Let's talk. Let's not talk about like how I'm gonna get down your drawers or forgive me, please, baby, let it burn. No, no, no. I'm gonna be real authentic. I'm gonna give you some real shit. And if it's not, if it's not me, it's gonna be somebody else's. Because I have a lot of conversation with my male friends, both alphabet community and the straight community, and even the entertainment industry. We hurt, and I want to make sure that everybody knows how it feels to be black in America or culture in America where you can express your feelings because I'm tired of hearing about sex. <laughs> Give me something else. Give me some Luther Vandross. Yeah, not even Luther Vandross, child. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank y'all for listening tonight. And I want to thank for Helen, Mr. Ellen Mark on, you know, tonight's episode. And y'all know how I am with these things. This has been very such a wonderful thing and this a good, great party. And you're very chill, right? I, uh, very, like, relaxed, you know, for the people, for the culture and the gays. <laughs> but y'all know how we exit up out of here. If you can't kiki with your Judy's, then who can you kiki with? Nobody. I want to say, right? <laughs> I want to thank you guys for tuning in tonight to Sing the Gay Podcast. I love you all. And just have a great night. And Ciao. See you later.